Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast. I'm so excited that you are here. Last episode, we talked to my friend Erica of Mombrink, and we talked a little bit about how people were judging her for what they saw on her Instagram account. The one picture that they saw without knowing her backstory, without knowing um, just the around what surrounds that picture and why it's there. And today I want to talk a little bit about judgments and how it's so easy to judge somebody or something by one little piece of information. And this definitely relates back to food because starting with the fact that, so all of you, maybe not all of you, most of you should know that I am a plant-based recipe developer. I run a website, Veggies Don't Bite, where I share all my plant-based recipe creations I also talk a lot about meal systems and how um, balance is key when it comes to the health of our body and mind. Um, But part of that is that people that don't take the time to follow me and watch my stories and read the about me section on my website and listen to the things I have to say, they can easily take one piece of what I share and make a judgment about me. And it's happened multiple times. It's happened not only in the online community for me, but also in my real life community. People that know um, what I do and um, how I create make these assumptions that I am this ultra healthy foodie person. And it happens more than you um, would think. And honestly, it frustrates me. It frustrates me because just because you may look at that as a positive judgment, it actually isn't always a positive judgment. I feel like when you're online, people take the online world and put it on a pedestal that, you know, this is perfect. This is the way I need to be. And then they take all that and they make these judgments about their own life. And in turn, they cause a lot of inner turmoil and stress. And it's so unhealthy for us to be doing that which is why I try so hard to share the positive and the negative. And of course, there's a line you want to cross and there's lines that I won't cross with some personal information um, and put it all out there. But in general, it's so important for you to be real online and for people to really see what happens behind the scenes. I share a lot and I'm very open about the fact that we are not vegan. We are not fully plant-based. Like you may have listened to in a previous episode, we changed our diet for my husband's health. Um, But we also balance out the um, role that stress plays in health and how it plays such a big role. And for us that have an anxiety kind of ridden tendencies, it's really important not to put black and white um, rules when it comes to food for us. So we eat mostly plant-based because we choose to. I like it. We like it. It feels good. We feel good. Um, But we also eat some things that aren't because of the way we see balance plays a role in our lives. So when people make this assumption and say things to me like, oh, your kids would never eat goldfish or you would never allow your kids to eat that, it it frustrates me because I do. I, I, I allow my kids to do a lot and 
when it comes to food, I'm really trying to get my kids actually to make their own choices. They know at home what we have because that's what I make and that's what I buy. And sometimes we buy things that aren't plant-based because you know what? One of my kids wants goldfish. And so I buy goldfish. Um, but generally my kids like things that make them feel good because when they eat a lot of things that maybe are processed or, um, you know, don't necessarily, you know, have as many nutrients as other things. If they eat too much of it, they feel sick inside. And they, I'm trying to teach them to listen to their bodies and to remember what it feels like to eat something and overdo it so that you can change the behavior in the sense of doing what's best for you. Now, we're all different and one kid might be able to eat you know, a giant plate of goldfish and have no problem. Whereas, and I'm using goldfish as an example, not because I hate goldfish. I actually really like goldfish. (laughs) Um, But another can maybe only be able to eat a couple. And it's the same with a lot of us for everything. Like I have recently had to go gluten-free for my body and my health. And I really have learned that even a little bit of gluten bothers me. Whereas my husband can eat some gluten and it's not a problem, but if he eats a certain amount, if he eats overmuch, he does definitely overmuch. Is that even a word? If he overeats it, it definitely does bother him, whereas other people can eat it with no problem. So what's healthy really just depends on what works for you. And that's why I so encourage everybody and my kids to listen to their bodies. So making a judgment based on one thing that someone sees, it can get frustrating because I work so hard to not fall into that category of this perfection because I'm not. And I don't, the reason I get annoyed is because I don't want people to think that of me. I don't want people to put me on this pedestal of, oh, you're perfect and you eat all these things because I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. And really what is perfect when it comes to eating, right? Like, perfect eating, what does that even mean? I mean, eating should just be good and it's going to look different for everybody. So it it frustrates me when, you know, there's this idea of this perfect eating. Um, Like I've already said a little bit, you know, about how it's different for all of us. And for me, perfect eating does not include gluten. I wish it did because I love it, but my body hates it. Um, That's another story. Um, But so it's not real life, you guys. Social media and what you see online is not real life. And frankly, what you see in person sometimes is not real life. I mean, you'll see somebody at, let's say, school pickup and they look so put together and, you know, you think like, oh, what a perfect little family. And then you don't know what happens behind the scenes. You don't know what happens when they get home. It's so important to remember that we all have lives inside and outside the home on social media and off social media. Like it, our lives are, you know, they're not defined by one place or one time. So when you're out there, when you're looking at me, when you're looking at, um, other people, other influencers, remember that if you see something that triggers you and makes you feel bad, either a unfollow whoever it is, even if it's me or B get a mind shift change, start thinking about things differently, start looking at every person out there as not justified by one post, one story, one moment. And it goes for the other side too. You know, when somebody is, let's say, not being kind, um, 
you have somebody that made a mean comment, even in real life. Think of that as that's a moment in time. Now, if they're consistently being a total jerk, that's one thing. But when someone does something rude, you know, even in the grocery store, something you don't know, or you see a comment in, you know, on social media, remember that maybe they had a bad day. That is one snippet of time for them as well. And judging them just based on that is also not okay because we've all had bad days. I've been snippy and it just, you know, you don't know if they're, they lost their dog that morning. You don't know if their husband, you know, was diagnosed with something terrible. You don't know what happened. And it's so important to remember that our lives are a big picture. They're not defined by one little thing. They're not defined by social media. They're not defined by little moments and interactions. Their life is a culmination of everything that we do. And for me as an online influencer, I try really hard to be real and show all parts. I try and stay off of social media and posting if I'm not feeling it. Um, we've had some rough stuff happening the last year in my family and I've been kind of in and out. Sometimes I'm on there and sometimes I jump in and post some recipes just because I want to be there for you guys, but I just can't be there personally, you know, as myself. So that's okay. And knowing for me how to realize when I want to be on when I don't, you know, I've had bad days and jumped on for sure to show people that, you know, it happens. Um, I've shown plenty with my kids in their tantrums. Um, I just, I just think it's so important to realize that we're all humans, including the online community, and you have to be really careful by judging people just based on one thing. Um, when it comes to food, remember that there is not one diet. There is not one way of eating that's right for everybody. And I'm sure vegan community that might be listening is doesn't want to hear that. And doesn't want to say, oh, you're promoting animal products or whatever. I, I'm not promoting anything. What I, sorry, I'm going to rephrase that. I'm not promoting anything other than self-care. That's what I'm promoting. I'm promoting that you listen to your body. You get to know yourself and you realize what's best for you. Now, yeah, I would say most of us probably do best with eating a lot of plants because produce fruits, veggies, those are all very, very good for you. But there's extremes on one end of the spectrum and the other that it doesn't work for. You know, if as long as you're paying attention to yourself and not taking snapshots from people online, little snippets of their life and making your decisions based on that, that's what I don't want you to do because that's what's hurtful. Because if it's not good for you and you keep putting that on a pedestal and thinking, that's what I need to do. That's what I need to do. You're really hurting yourself. And maybe you do have something that you want as your ultimate goal. Maybe your ultimate goal is to eat mostly plant-based and, or maybe it is to eat hundred percent plant-based. You know, that works for some people, but do the, do that and get there in a very safe, healthy way. It's unhealthy for your mind to stop, drop everything and change your life based on one little snippet, one account, one influencer, because you don't know what happens behind the scenes. And there's a lot of things that come out later on and, you know, situations that may happen that make you realize, oh, they really aren't what as amazing, or maybe they are amazing, but they may, maybe they really aren't as quote unquote perfect as I thought they were. 
So that is what's my goal for today is to share with you guys my thoughts on judgment and how I don't want even people to judge me. Um, I don't want people to make decisions based on something they see from somebody that's going to be close to them lifestyle wise. Like that's not good. It can hurt you. And I'm here to make sure that that doesn't happen and to share the balance and the gray world that is kind of underlying this black and white world online. If my ramblings make sense at all. (laughs) Um, So another piece of this is that we're all different and our lives are different and the, the path that we've had up until now is different. Many of us have been raised a certain way. Um, I know I was raised with a mom who did a lot of home cooking. Um, I remember that when I was younger, 7-Eleven was a big deal for us. Um, and 7-Eleven Slurpees, a lot of kids would get them. And my mom, it was at the time when dyes were starting to come out as not being great. And this was, you know, gosh, you know, 35 years ago, 33, 30 years ago, um, a long time ago. That's how long, like, the whole dye movement has started back then is, oh, you know, colorings and fake dyes, artificial dyes aren't that great for you. Well, my mom being, you know, this healthy home cooked mom was allowed us to only get Slurpees when 7-Eleven had the pina colada flavor because it was white. (laughs) There was no dyes. So this was, my sister and I would always get excited. Um, And once in a blue moon, we did get the dye ones, you know, and I fully advocate that unless you have a reaction it is okay to let go and have dies once in a while. But I still remember that and that has stuck with me. And that is one example of a story that I've created based on the way it was, I was raised and we've all been raised differently and we all have different stories. And this is why when you base your decisions off of a snippet online or one piece of information that you think is, you know, the end all be all, it may it may be that the stories you've created don't really allow for a shift to happen that quickly. And you can change your stories 100%. You can change the, your mind, um, the way your mind works based on these stories. But it, it needs to happen slowly over time. It, it's not a black and white, like quick zero to 100 situation. And actually doing that will actually most likely land you many steps back versus propelling you forward. So our stories are unique to each of us and our experiences with our past life. And our stories could lead to positive things, but our stories could also lead to negative things. So we all, and we all have both. Um, It's not necessarily, you know, our parents fault. you know, maybe some parents it is, but my parents did the best they could, but we have stories that we have created. So I want you to tune in next episode because I'm going to talk a little bit about how the stories guide your, um, sub your subconscious and the decisions that you make and, you know, these everyday decisions. And when it comes to food, when it comes to self-care, when it comes to, um, your thoughts and how we can slowly start changing those when they don't serve us well. So stay tuned for next time. Thanks so much for being here. I totally appreciate you all and can't wait to talk to you again.